0: Welcome to another podcast from ASA's Economist. That would be me, Dr. Chris Keel. And I appreciate the feedback that we've been getting over the years for this. Years, months, weeks, however long we've been doing it. Remember that this is something you can drive to a degree. Uh, Please send me those questions that you would like me to deal with in the podcast. And I'd be more than happy to do that. So this particular episode, we're going to focus a little bit on The job situation, this is the week where we get new unemployment numbers, and those have been attracting a lot of attention. And it's also a fairly complicated subject to really deal with, and just to kind of set the stage a little, we know that the data is collected by the Bureau of Labor Statistics. That organization provides six different cuts to this data, U1 through U6, the one that we normally see reported by the press, normally quoted as U-3. And that's because it's one of the first of these cuts to be collected. It's relatively simple, but it's not necessarily the most accurate of the six. U-6 is a more complete look at the employment picture, and it's particularly relevant now. U-6 will pick up things like involuntarily part-time, People who have been essentially forced into a part-time position because they're in part furlough or maybe that's the only job that's available in their area. So they don't want to be part-time. They're not seeking part-time. They're just trying to make do with that part-time job. U6 will also pick up people who are no longer formally looking for work. And that can be a pretty significant number of people. If you are not getting unemployment, if you are not going down to the unemployment office and going through the usual formal rigmarole, you will not be counted as unemployed. Currently, there are lots of communities in the United States where job hunting is kind of pointless. I mean, if you're in Vegas and you've lost your job, Well, you know, the hotels are still shut down, the casinos are still shut down, everything in that town is shut down, so there really isn't a lot of point to be down at the office formally looking for a job. So those people have temporarily dropped out of the ranks. When you look at the numbers, you are currently seeing U3 at about 8.4%, and U6 is at about 14.7%. So when you look at the U-6 numbers, you're seeing unemployment that is twice as bad as what you're seeing by the U-3 calculations. So I just kind of throw that out because it it colors what we see as far as the job market is concerned. Jobs matter for all kinds of reasons. The most important beyond just the most obvious is that job totals encourage consumption. We have always seen the connection between consumer confidence and employment. The latest numbers from the conference board when it comes to consumer confidence are pretty good. They're way up above 100 now, and they have not been that high since February of this year. They were down in like the mid-80s a month ago. And when you ask the consumer who expresses confidence, why are you confident? The response normally is that, hey, jobs are back again. You know, it's easier to get a job than it was. That's not going to apply, obviously, to everyone, but there's a perception nationally that at least some of the job market has opened up. None of that really is helping people who are in businesses like yours. The issue for ASA members is the same as it is for a lot of the manufacturers, a lot of the wholesalers and distributors, they cannot find the people they need. Labor shortage is still a huge issue. Even though we've seen 40, 50 million people thrown out of work, they don't have the skills to take the jobs that are out there. So we have kind of a dual crisis. We have 40, 50 million people still out of work but they're not competitive, they can't get a job. Even when the jobs are on offer, they don't have the skills. And this is putting a lot more burden really on the educational establishment at a particularly sensitive time for them. When you think about the kind of jobs that are available for ASA members, for people in manufacturing and transportation and construction, these are skilled jobs and they're not the kind of jobs you're gonna learn in a virtual platform. So if you're thinking you can train people by staring at an avatar on their computer screen, it's not going to work. These are jobs that have to be done personally. There has to be mentoring and apprentice opportunities and all of that stuff, which has been harder to do in this environment. So when we get the numbers on Friday, look at them with a certain amount of not skepticism exactly, but just kind of understand where they're coming from and understand that we're still dealing with a very odd recession when it comes to unemployment. The people who lost their jobs were almost invariably people from the low-skilled service sector with an awful lot of people that worked in restaurants and hotels and event centers and all the different places that were really impacted by the shutdown you've not seen as many job losses in the skilled trades you've not seen as many job losses in many of the professions and that has continued to allow consumption to take place so this has been almost a targeted recession where it's really hit one segment of the population a lot harder than any of the others. That is gonna be it for this particular podcast. Remember if you have questions or things pique your curiosity, please feel free to send that question in. You can send it to the AISA people, you know, send it to Aisha and Aisha will respond back and give me the information, then I can answer the question on one of these podcasts. Thanks for your attention. Have a good afternoon.